Hello, hello! Welcome to episode 14 of Baki Taki. Sort of the start of season 2, if you count the weird mid-season divide here. Very excited because we've got a special guest on this episode. Just like every episode, it's not a returning guest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as you can hear them laughing, it's Samita. Woot woot! Part 2! Busting my cherry! Oh boy. All right. <laughs> so. The reference, if you haven't seen the episode already, Steve. Hey, you just busted your cherry. Congratulations, sunshine. Great. So, Samita, uh, I have two questions that I ask everybody who comes on the podcast. So, first off, other than Baki, what shows are you currently watching? Oh, all of it. Paw Patrol. Just Paw Patrol? Peppa Pig. Okay. Uh, no, I haven't actually really been watching a whole lot of stuff. We finished Stranger Things a few weeks ago, which is fun. Um, I oh, I just started watching um, the Staircase investigative documentary series. But oh, like, the the fictional version one. or like the actual documentary? Investigative documentaries, the actual one. Oh yeah, I I watched that. That's um, a that's a fun one. Yeah, I just started it. Uh, long overdue, but I'm looking forward to seeing how this how this all unfolds. That's the best part about true crime stories. It's always got satisfying endings. So, all right, good, good. It's nice to talk to somebody who actually watches TV shows, unlike my last guest. Um, <laughs> second question for you. Before watching this episode, what did you know about Baki? Not a lot. Um, I knew that it's fighting. It's a lot of fighting. Um, that it was anime. Like, I presumed Baki was the name of the main character. Like, I, I heard from people that it wasn't a great show, but I can't imagine why they would say that. Yeah, some, people are, some people are jaded, trying to act I like No they're... taste. Exactly. Uh, so let's jump into it. And you have the special honor. Uh, usually all of my guests want to talk about the theme song, and I always hate that because we're on episode 13 and we can't keep talking about the theme song. But... Uh, because you are on episode 14, this is the first ever episode with this new theme song to start it off. <gasps> Yay! So. I was hoping we would talk about this, but I didn't know if it, would, if it had been done already. Okay, no. great. So, so this theme song, to me, when I first watched it, I was honestly scared. It was so intense. Yeah. <laughs> What did you think? It's, a, um, it's pretty, like, genreless. So it starts off, and then you think it's dance music, maybe. Mm -hmm. And then they're singing, and then you think, did a Vocaloid sing this? <laughs> and then they're screaming. And then there's like a part where it almost sounds like Linkin Park with the rapping. And then uh, nothing really happens in the theme song either. Like visually, it's just a lot of fighting, nothing. Yes. And there's a jump scare at the end. 
Yeah, so for, for reference, the entire theme song as the music plays Baki is shadow boxing, I believe, just very intensely. Yeah. Um, and then it, it ends with, the whole thing, by the way, is in like sort of a weird 3D-ish art style. And then the last shot, we get Baki's face in a more traditional animation style. Yeah. The jump scare. Exactly, yes. Baki, he has a very distinct uh, face. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I, I give it a, like, 7 out of 10. Um, I think that it Ooh. was... Ooh, what would you give it? I wouldn't give it. <laughs> I don't want to listen to that ever again. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's fair. <laughs> I think I think Except, it, it's effective at giving at like it makes you feel something like I don't know if it's a good feeling but it, it's very evocative. I feel like the theme like if if you were to record me watching this episode, I would sound like the theme song. <laughs> like you would start singing along. Like my reaction would be like okay like here's some like nice lighthearted chatter then I would start screaming. And then I might start rapping to myself a little bit. It's all very confusing. It It's a good song for me to express how I felt on the inside. Yeah, that's, and that's what I think a theme song should do. Um, yeah. I, I do wish the visuals conveyed a bit more of what's going on in the show. But to be fair, this season is a little bit of a mess. and would be pretty tricky to convey. Um, on the topic of that, let's let's jump into the actual episode. So the scene starts off, we are still following our friend, Mr. Oliver, the Unchained, um, immediately after. So last episode ended with him punching uh, Jeff, the criminal, out of a building. Uh, and okay, we, we, I gathered that. Yes. Could you, could you tell from the massive cavity in his chest where the fist had hit him? Yeah. I, oh, I didn't know that he was pushed out of a building, but um, this seems to be a common theme. But... Uh, that's good to know that we met Mr. Oliver in the last episode, and this wasn't his first introduction. But he killed a man. Yep. What What did you think of Mr. Oliver? Because to be honest, I think he is. Well, actually, before I poison the well, like, how would you describe Mr. Oliver? How would I describe Mr. Oliver? May I ask? How many episodes are there in Baki altogether? I would say there's four seasons of thirteen episodes, so about fifty-two. Okay. I would describe Mr. Oliver as, I'm going to guess he's the only black character in all of Baki. Is this true? So far, yes. Okay. Muhammad Ali joins the cast in a bit. I, you could be serious and I would believe you. I am being serious. Um, Muhammad Ali and his son joined the cast at the end of the season. (laughs) Okay. Um, Mr. Oliver is big man, very strong man. Apparently very well read. What's this place? A library? It's my private book collection. Huh? All of these are yours? And I've read them all. And he, I would describe him as the world's freest man, whatever that means. He's like outside of the law is what a Russian said. The man who lives outside the law with his off-the-chart strength and big superior intellect to go along with it. They call you Mr. Unchained because, so they say, you have more freedom than any other man on Earth. He, he's, a, he's a fun-loving guy, I would describe him as. He always has a smile on his face. 
He's pretty jovial, I agree. Like, out of all yeah. the cast, I think I'd have the most fun hanging out with him. Yeah. And he's the freest man alive, and he will beat you up if you if he thinks that you are more free than him, which I, I, I admire somebody who has, like, goals like that, you know? What does that even mean, to be more free than somebody else? So this, okay, he served time, like he was in prison? He's, he's a criminal. Yeah, no, he lives in a in a in a prison, but um, he lives in a prison. Yeah, you d- you didn't see his apartment. Well, actually, you did. Like that library is I, part of his room. Like I did see that, and I don't. So he's he's currently doing time. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's um, yeah, he he's a, he's a prisoner. <laughs> so he, the 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 whole last episode was just like the juxtaposition of the fact that he lives in a prison but everybody in the prison basically works for him like the warden would ask him before doing anything um he has a mural of himself painted on the wall he has his own fridge with fine wine and beer in it even though he's a prisoner he's the most free man in the world so why is he still in prison because he keeps killing people it keeps adding to his sentence i get it okay well and to be fair he was called there to basically arrest that guy i don't know if they wanted him to murder him but he he he, that guy was basically uh terrorizing a building uh, before oliver got there catch a criminal you gotta be a criminal uh as 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 the japanese would say you have to fight fire with fire yes is this the was this episode the reveal that his name is biscuit yeah i think so i don't but i don't think they introduced it last episode so he so he kills a guy, and then he says case closed, and I guess they don't have that, to deal with that guy anymore. That was like a line out of like Magnum PI. Like he literally just said, "Gentlemen, this case is officially closed." Gentlemen, this case is officially closed. <laughs> like we don't have to look into it any further. Burn the body. This case is Burn. over. Yeah. <laughs> And then he just okay. goes home to eat a bunch of steak and wine. Yes. Because his servants are serving him because he owns the prison. Exactly. Now you get it. So yeah, Oliver goes back. He's still talking to Sonata, um, the Japanese police chief. Um, and basically he eats, I have to assume, 35 plates worth of steak, drinks a bunch of wine, and yeah. uh, much like the Hulk, his skin just regenerates from being shot by a shotgun blast. So, so just to just to fill you in a bit, Samita, and uh, just for everyone else, because we've only just met Mr. Oliver. Uh, Japan is—I I, I can't get into the specifics too much—but five death row inmates broke out of their prisons across the world spontaneously to fly to Tokyo to taste defeat. Um, three of them are still at large, and they are basically um, gods among men when they when the police to taste try. defeat. Yes, yes. Is that, is that weird? The idea of people flying to Japan to lose. <laughs> Did you not no. get that vibe that Sikorsky was trying to lose the whole time? <laughs> Sikorsky's the Russian? Yeah. He's one of the death row inmates. No, I didn't get I didn't understand that, but now it makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, so they all flew to Japan, uh, and Japan's government has nothing they can do to stop these uh death row right. inmates, so they hired Mr. Oliver to come to Japan and arrest them for for them. That leads into the next scene where Sonata and Mr. Oliver are driving through downtown Tokyo uh, when Mr. Oliver looks no, out the window. Oh, we did missed I... the library. Oh, we did miss the library. Did you... What, did you have anything you wanted to say about that? 
I just think he's lying. I don't think he's read all those books. <laughs> why, why do you say that? Just because he's got big muscles, he can't read? That library was huge. And I read them all. That, I don't believe that. Also, those were like clearly collections of encyclopedias and Bibles. Yeah, and he's read them all. I mean, like, when you read as many books as he has, I feel like you run out of the good ones, and then you just have to start reading the encyclopedia. I don't believe that. I think it, I think he has read them all. He's very smart, uh, as never demonstrated in the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So the next scene, they're in the car. So they're in the car, and uh, uh, he notices a, a building out of the corner of his eye. And uh, somebody to just walk, walk me through uh, what, what happens. So he's sitting in the car, and he's like, what, what's the guy's name? Sonata? Yeah. He's like, Sonata, excuse me, I have to step out for a moment. Listen, Sonata, hmm? I'm gonna need to step out of the car for a little while. Right now? And then he opens the door and he rolls out, I guess? It's Much not really sure. surprise. It, yeah, he just disappears. He opens, he could have just asked him to pull over, I feel like, but... Well, that's the, that's the craziest thing. Like, he's not a fugitive. He wasn't, like, trapped in the car. <laughs> like, he... yeah that's what confused me as well he could have opened the door and just walked out yeah safely stop but he's smart he knows how to do with this he's read books he's realized that you can save like a 30 second window if you just jump out of the car instead of waiting for it to pull over like he's optimized it yeah and it looks way cooler everybody else oh yeah so they lose track of him and we sort of cut to uh, a different scene this is probably one of the weirder scenes in the show Um, so so if if the viewers remember Kozue was kidnapped by Sikorsky at the end of the last episode Um, Samita can you explain this scene again um, where where we see what Kozue is up to so was Kozue kidnapped naked or was she made to be half naked so she After, yeah. that's the weird thing she was in her pajama so she had like a nightgown on top of uh on top of what she was wearing um that they did yeah. take off her oh okay they had to i guess i don't i don't know why <laughs> she's the only woman in the show true probably in all four seasons the only woman there there's another woman in season four. Oh shit okay well, i didn't know that <laughs> So I really like the representation in this in this show. We have, we have, we have a... black people. We have Russian. <laughs> we have a woman. We have homoerotic undertones. Yeah, we've got we've got it's when I think of Baki, I think of intersectionalism. Um, like yeah. I think it, it's it's the perfect like center point where all of um, really everybody can see themselves in this show, um, mm-hmm. as long as they know martial arts. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah. So yeah. You keep yeah. Keep, keep going. So goes away. Goes away. Yes. Goes away. She's been kidnapped. She doesn't have some of her clothes on. She is useless, <laughs> crying, and a man named Sikorsky starts speaking. I don't believe that he's really Russian. What? You. <laughs> he's got such an authentic Russian accent, though. <laughs> Keeping live hostage is not Russian style. Mm, 
I don't know. I don't know what they're teaching him in prison. If he isn't from Russia, why does every line somebody says to him refer to the fact that he's from Russia or call him a comrade or tell him that the Russians have really lost their step? (laughs) Really, comrade? You Russians are overrated. (laughs) I thought Russia's media crackdown created an information vacuum. It's you that needs to learn some things, comrade. He's he's trying way too hard. Yeah. I don't believe it. I, I, I agree. So yeah, Sikorsky has taken Kozway to a hotel room, and uh, we realize very out of the blue, he was apparently doing this as a favor for Yujiro, Baki's dad. So Oh, I, he was he was in cahoots with his dad? Yeah, for some reason Yujiro asked him to kidnap Kozaway. Okay, that I didn't really... What, to make it... Were they, like, estranged, Baki and Baki's dad, and he, like, wanted Baki to come see him or something? Oh, man. I'm gonna just... Sparks notes their dynamic, but Baki hates his dad, um, and I think both of them, their life goal is for Baki to be strong enough to fight his dad, because his dad has nobody strong enough to fight him. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. So Sikorsky uh, is tired of waiting for Baki um, and eventually decides um, I'm just going to fight his dad because once again, he's here to taste defeat. So he's looking for strong people to fight. Uh, He pulls a classic Baki trick, which is you go, oh, actually, I don't feel like fighting. And then you kick him in the shin. And really, why should I waste my time? When after all, the man they call the world's strongest creature is sitting right here in front of me. (laughs) It's weird. Suddenly, I don't feel like fighting at all. (laughs) (laughs) Which happens way too often. Uh, Yujiro counters the move because, you know, it's been done a hundred times. Before, Yujiro can just absolutely obliterate this man uh biscuit biscuit oliver shows up and it turns out that biscuit oliver and yujiro are old friends <laughs> hey there long time no see ogre you're late unchained <laughs> which is obvious it makes sense they're both um muscle mountains of men one is the strongest man in the world Yep. And one is the freest man in the world. Exactly. It's it's the strongest creature on earth versus Mr. Unchained. Um, I did I did want to highlight something that I found so stupid in this episode. So while while this confrontation's going on, Baki has been looking for Kozaway ever since Sikorsky kidnapped her in the last episode. And so we get a scene of Baki and Kitsumi, who's apparently Baki's friend, um, hanging out at his house when they get a phone call that tells them that Kozue is with Sikorsky. And Baki's reaction is, he goes, something along the lines of, I know where Kozue is, but you're not gonna like it. Where? Sikorsky has her. (laughs) That bastard. And he goes, that bastard. I just want to highlight, the last episode ended with Sikorsky kidnapping her. (laughs) (laughs) 
He's also like sitting there like petting his dog. <laughs> yeah. Like he's so chill. Yeah. Well he knows he knows he can take Sikorsky in a fight. Anyway, this is all just preamble to uh one of the better fighting this is this is this episode has a lot of fights in it um that I I sort of enjoy. We so basically the hotel room brawl is set up with you have Mr. Oliver, Yujiro, Sikorsky, and then Baki barges in and Katsumi is there. So lots lo- oh and Kozue is tied up in the corner. So lots of people in one room. Uh and it Baki starts off the fight by just you know, he's a bit upset that Sikorsky kidnapped his girlfriend. I will tear you to pieces for this! So he punches him out the window. What, what, what did you think when that happened? Did you think that was the end of Sikorsky? No, I didn't think that, but what happened next I could not have predicted. <laughs> I thought maybe maybe parachute maybe like I also don't so the fighting in this is is it just like pure muscle like it's just it's just like good old-fashioned combat or do they have some kind of like superpower because sometimes they have ghost energy coming off of them and I don't know if that's supposed to be some kind of magic or if that's just I think that's Anger. a like I think that's like a lazy animation trick. Like a lot of times they're pretty static, so to like make the shot look cool, they have like a glow coming around them. That that is no there's no like magic powers in this universe. Okay, so this man just grabbed onto the side of a building <laughs> with his fingernails for real? Yep. <laughs> So, Sikorsky, like most fighters on this show, has a gimmick, and his is that he has very, very strong fingers. And if if any listeners out there is wondering how much mileage can you get out of very strong fingers, the answer is a lot. <laughs> 26 stories worth, apparently. Can you believe his fingers didn't, like, grind down to dust? So, so j- just for context, Sikorsky kicked out of a 27-story building, he manages to put his hands on the wall and then push them in with such strength that he that by the time he hits the the by the time he's fallen 26 floors he's able to grab onto the ledge the entire time his fingers by the way are leaving a stream of blood like he should have lost an entire knuckle worth of his hand but yep. uh, regardless uh, Sikorsky <laughs> then immediately climbs back up the building <laughs> It's like the world's lamest Spider-Man. Like, imagine if Spider-Man, every time he, he like, swung around the city, was, like, tearing his fingernet, finger's skin off. There would be no sequels. He could only do it once. <laughs> it would still be very impressive. Like, everyone would be like, wow, can you believe Spider-Man? But, yeah, that, that would be the end of him. That's that's why I would I would say Spider or Sikorsky can beat Spider Man in a fight, and that's that's my pitch to Marvel for Phase Five. <laughs> but after he was he was pushed out of the building, that's when we get the the you know busting your cherry line. Oh yeah, yeah. Oliver has Oliver. such a just casual line where he just tells Baki like. Like you the just the first time you killed a man. Like how does it feel doing that for the first time? Hey, you just busted your cherry. 
Congratulations, Sunshine. We're on the 27th floor, so there's no way he survived a fall from here. That means you just killed a man. And with your bare hands, too, so that's a good day's work. How's it feel to do that for the first time? And you think that maybe this is going to be, like, a big thing in Baki's character development? You know, like, like Avatar, that was, like, Aang's whole thing, you know? Like, how do I do what I need to do without killing people, blah, blah, blah. Um, Baki, like, after killing a man, for all he knows, um, just sort of turns around and goes, like, who's next? And starts <laughs> fighting all of her. <laughs> Yeah, there's no like trauma. He's no. ready to go. No, because that that that's Kozue's job. Kozue feels things so that Baki can fight things. Uh, um, also, for perspective, woman. Baki gets some good punches into Oliver, um, but it's it's very clear that Oliver is on a completely different level than Baki. Um, he is just too muscular for Baki's punches to do anything. His skin is it. it he his skin is salt cured <laughs> also we missed we gotta rewind a little bit because i really liked when sikorsky um like like read out oliver's bio like, oh yeah like his like wikipedia summary well i i liked when when uh, oliver then said i thought i didn't know they were that russians had access to information uh, anymore or <laughs> Well, there we go. More proof that he's not actually Russian. Oh, you know what? This this theory is gaining traction. An American of Cuban descent. Yeah. You know, you know why he's a Cuban American, eh? Why is that? Uh, so, all uh, Biscuit Oliver is uh, based off a real person. Uh, I think it's Sergio Ol Oliva, who is a, a Cuban bodybuilder who won Mr. Universe uh, several times in a row. Wow. Yeah. Did he also cure his skin with salt? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's, that's just a Mr. Oliver thing. <laughs> Great. I borrowed a technique the bare-knuckled boxers used to use back in the old days. They used to rub salt on their bodies for days and days to toughen up the skin. What is he talking about? Yeah, I, Biscuit I, Oliver. I love how just I, I love how quickly they just put that one in. Just like it was so unnecessary. It was like back in the day with the old fighters. Like, why is he giving out his secrets? Okay, anyway, he busted his cherry. He starts beating up Oliver, and then what happens, Steve? Well, then Sikorsky comes back because it took him a little bit to climb up the 27 stories. Actually, to be honest, it took him no time at all. Like, he must have been flying up there. Up there. Um, but Sikorsky comes back. It was very back. quick. Yeah. And, but you know what? We, we get a nice little flashback to show us what happened two seconds earlier, which I think was really helpful for yes. me. Yes. It's, yes. It's, I'm a big fan of that. So yeah, Sikorsky comes back and he fights Baki. Um, in their initial tussle, Baki literally just punched him like eight times in a row until he fell out the window. Uh, this time it's a bit more of a fair fight. Sikorsky, well, fair fight in quotes, because Sikorsky like put a bunch of thumbtacks in his hair um, and threw glass at Baki. Um, it, was, it was honestly a very dirty fight. Thumbtacks? Who hides thumbtacks in their hair? Um... <laughs> 
Do you think he just keeps thumbtacks in his hair, or did he do that, like, while he was climbing up the wall? I think he does, and I think that's why he went on death row. Mmm. Makes sense. He got somebody to touch his head, and then they died. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, so there's there's been a lot of tussling here. Who wrote that? (laughs) Who wrote the... Anyway, to put the... Anyway, tussling... Yep. And nothing nothing really of note happens. Yujiro didn't even speak or do anything since Baki arrived. And uh, before we can get any conclusion, uh, the police and Sonata finally show up. Um, and then, uh, what's it called? Sikorsky jumps out the window again. Uh, because apparently he can just, he, now that he's done it once, it, he, he can just <laughs> do it a thousand times. It's like riding a bike. You, you don't forget Oh, no, no, no. He jumped out the window. Ah, oh, crap. That's gonna make one hell of a mess. By, by the way, I wanted to comment on how ridiculous the police were in this scene. Like, did you listen to what they were saying? Like, Oh, sin- no, no. He jumped out the window. Yeah. We're gonna need an ambulance and a street sweeper. Uh, radio for an ambulance, I guess. And a street sweeper. <laughs> And then one guy, one guy just t- walks up to Yujiro and then says, Who are you, big guy? I feel like I've seen you somewhere before. Who are you, big guy? <laughs> imagine, if you also... were the, imagine if you were at the scene of a crime, like, theoretically people have died, and the police are like, well, who are you, big guy? They also ran in to the room demanding for everyone's ID, so I don't know why they just didn't they neglected to ask him for his ID. Imagine asking for ID. Imagine if the person you're asking ID to is Mr. Oliver. Like, clearly there is clearly they are not confusing him with anyone else in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh you look just like like my friend, Mr. Unchained. Oh my Boy. god. I love the police. Honestly like one of the reasons I love, I love the police. No, no, <laughs> gonna get canceled. No, but like one of the reasons I love the watching the dub is like you know it's a bit goofier, but the background voices like whenever they're just giving throwaway lines to people that like aren't even on screen, it's top tier. Like I, I think they realize how silly the show is. There's one. There's one more large section of this episode. Oh, is there? Yeah. <laughs> large section is right. Oh my god. Uh, so we we cut to Sikorsky in. I have no fucking idea where he was. <laughs> I don't it's, know where they were. It's very reminiscent. <laughs> it's very reminiscent to Dorian's underground lair from a few episodes back, but. Um, Sikorsky just has some random orange room that he lives in. And I, I think you were about to ask this. How did they find him? No idea. How did they? I don't even know where this is. A dungeon, a gym, a cellar. And they both found him here. Yeah. I thought, he jumped out a window. I thought it was a dungeon. But at the, at the end of the episode, uh, spoilers, but he gets punched out of it. And we realize it's like in the second story so i have no idea where this place was oh that's right yeah oh Man, don't that worry that guy just finds windows to fly out of <laughs> he's gotta have reasons to use his fingers <laughs> so going back um i know a few episodes ago i said that there isn't a lot of nudity in this show um and i was i've each episode i'm proven more wrong as i've just blocked out these scenes from my memory um oh, yeah 
Sikorsky, when we see him, is bathing himself, so he's completely nude. Also, he has the, I don't know, I, I, want, I want to get your thoughts on this, the, like, flattest, ugliest ass I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I thought the I thought the thing is like if you work out and get muscles you'd have like a like a more I don't know his ass just looks horrific. He skips butt day. I see. I see. It's a specific day you have to go on. He also has no true crevice. <laughs> there is n- not a hole or a crack on his it, butt. It looks like sc- a scar tissue. <laughs> Yeah. It looks like he was born without an ass crack, so like he had to karate chop it, and then it just healed poorly. Yeah, he does not look good. Um, he, and which is funny because I love I love his outfit that he's been wearing the whole season. Like the the oversized trench coat is a, is a very cool look. Um, Overcompensating. Yeah. So so Baki uh, finds his secret lair says like hey let's fight about time for round three right pal sikorsky says okay starts putting on his pants and then baki says who told you you could put your pants back on huh who told you you could put your pants back on (laughs) and he complies he's like oh oh yeah who did tell me (laughs) da da yeah. Nobody, I guess. I guess I'll just do it this way. In Soviet Russia, <laughs> me, you oh take off pants before fight. <laughs> yeah, so we, we get a lot more of the tasteful shadowing that we had last episode, um, where we just see black shadows over um, anything that would be too explicit of Sikorsky. Um, but for the rest of the fight, he is buck naked. I, I believe he had a great quote where he said, I don't lose a fight barehanded or bare-assed. All right, then. It will make your defeat even more satisfying. I never lose the regulation matches barehanded or bare-assed. <laughs> he did say this. He did say this. Which, now I'm like, how many times has he done this before? He knows the drill. Maybe that's why he kept his pants off. It's actually an advantage for him at this point. Can, can you describe the fight uh, between Baki and Sikorsky? How, how does it go? I honestly don't remember a whole lot because the image of of Sikorsky freaking like posing doggy style <laughs> with rivers of blood <laughs> coming out of his nose. It, it's all I can think of, all I can remember. Um, but... So basically, Sikorsky, he does some talking, and then Baki hits him, and he says something like, don't talk before a fight or something. And then he does it again, and then he fights him again. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. You're kind of a slow learner, aren't you? More ducking, less talk. And then there's something, there's bucket technique. Yep, when you put a bucket over a guy's head and then punch him a bunch. Yep, yep, bucket technique. There's uh, a good shot to what I presume is the penis. Oh my god, that, oh, was, that was brutal. He kicked him in the crotch, and then uh, there was a lot of blood in the next shot. <laughs> There's a lot of blood in the next shot, and he, he really hit him pretty hard, and it, and it seemed like it uh, 
Um, it seemed painful, but can we even really be sure? Um, it, yeah, it's tough to tell, you know? It looked really painful, but he, he jumps back up in a minute or two. No, um, I mean, can we even really be sure that he had... Because he doesn't have an asshole. Oh, you know what? It's true. Maybe he is just a big Ken doll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyhoot, uh, after, yeah, you're right. You, you covered all the story beats. Baki punching him down to his knees, putting a bucket over his head, punching the bucket, kicking him in the balls. Um, it's, it's, it, if you can't tell, it's not a close fight. Oliver shows up because everybody knows how to get to Sikorsky's secret lair and apparently just mm-hmm. never felt like coming there before um and oliver uh you know he tells baki like hey i'm here to beat up sikorsky and baki's like well i want to beat up sikorsky and then sikorsky (laughs) wakes up and kicks oliver really hard in the neck or in the head uh and then we we're we're explained two lessons because sikorsky even tries punching him a bunch and can't do anything one oliver's neck is so big that you can't kick him in the head because his neck is so strong you won't do anything. <laughs> and if you try and punch him anywhere else, he has very tough skin because he rubs salt all over it. Basically, he's just he's built different. And yeah, and that's yeah. Ba- bas- that's basically the end of the episode. Other than uh, after uh, getting punched about a hundred times, uh, Mr. Oliver goes, "All right, my turn," and punches Sikorsky out the window. Um, and if you and if you're wondering, hey, isn't that the exact ending of the last episode where <laughs> Mr. Oliver punched a guy <laughs> out the window? You're right. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna climb back up this time. So this we, guy was naked. Yes, we do end with Skorsky naked, just on the street. There's people walking out the street i would hate if i was taking like my after afternoon walk and sikorsky fell buck naked out of the sky but yeah that's that's the episode um some people might be wondering well that's the end of sikorsky now that he's tasted defeat um you could not be more wrong (laughs) oh yes sikorsky sikorsky i honestly believe is the last death row inmate we're gonna get rid of so i hope you enjoy seeing a guy uh, yearn for defeat get defeated about nine times in a row because that's that's what's coming up for Sikorsky yeah yeah <laughs> who needs the death row inmates exactly kill them all let's discuss the death penalty pros and cons you uh, go first pros no. um, Korsky well, for, first I'm going to list the cons I know, I know five cons there's uh, Sikorsky, Doyle uh, Yanagi. Um... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're not. We're, this isn't that type of podcast. I mean, we don't get political on here. We just talk about Baki. <laughs> we talk about male nudity. That's that's the only uh, thing that we talk about on this show. You don't want to talk politics when we just discuss the most woke anime of all time. <laughs> And the most woke episode of the most woke anime of all time. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I let the anime speak for itself, you know? I, I don't think I have anything to add. Free the peen. You're the second person to say that. To say free the peen on this podcast? 
maybe it was free the pee i don't know ali was saying that in her episode (laughs) (laughs) anyway um so that was a fun one uh it a lot going on i'm uh, glad we were able to get through it all and hopefully keep it coherent so samita i i have a question i like to ask everybody after the episode um now that you've watched an episode of baki do you think that it's a good show can you rephrase the question you've watched an episode <laughs> do you think it's a good show you can say yes and no we get we get a, we get all types of answers on here i just feel like that like like you have like what is a good show like it's it's funny right that could be good yeah. good for your soul um okay let me break like the animation bad yeah especially really when they're awful. fighting especially when they're fighting really grotesque for some reason that last fight kind of like it was mostly 2d animation but then there was like a, like a little bit of 3d animation for some yeah. reason can you believe that um, 3d animation came out in 2018 i really can't i really can't believe that so the animation's bad i i don't think it's fair to comment on the voice acting because this was a dub yeah and they have some pretty big voice actors for a show that is not that great well i guess that's my i don't think it's a good show (laughs) but it was it's funny it's fun there's fighting i can see it being like a fun thing to watch with friends like a so bad it's good kind of thing um what is the general consensus among like actual watchers of the show do people think it's good in general or do people like to watch it because it's silly um i think both i think that people acknowledge that it is a bit of a goofy show but like my my opinion is that it is a good show, uh, bold take, uh, because it is its own thing. You never know what you're going to expect. It's passionate about what it wants to tell you, um, and it has a good sort of consistent internal world and rules that it has. You know, it it's got its like its its big pluses is like interesting scenarios and knowledge about martial arts. Uh, character arcs and motivations like not really there (laughs) I would say that the people who like it like it you know what's the overall like what's the story I gather that there's a lot of fighting this arc is sort of like this 24 episode arc doesn't have a lot to do with the overall plot and it's honestly more of a thought experiment about how would martial artists do against guys who cheat. That's a family drama at its it, heart. It is. We still haven't met his half brother yet on the on the anime. <gasps> yeah. Half brother. Jack Hanma. Jack Hanma, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna move on. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna remember now. I'm I'm doing this thing where I plug next episode's guest, but I don't know who it is yet. But um, maybe a little sneak peek right here. I can't keep saying a special guest. If every guest is a special guest, then none of them are special guests. But not to take away from my guest today, Ryan. Hey, Steve. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, man. Wasn't that great? (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, um, yeah, if you're if you're listening to the the podcast, uh, make sure to leave a review or follow me on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you want. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's all the Baki we've got to talky. Thank you so much for coming on the episode, Samita, and I'll see y'all next week. See you all next week. Hey everyone, Editor Steve here, super quick. I just wanted to give a big thanks to all of you listeners. Your support it really means a lot. Uh, but also, I just thought I'd let you know, I'm creating a Discord for the podcast so listeners can leave feedback or ask any questions. This is still quite a small community, so if you ask something, I can promise you I will see it and respond. Uh, there's going to be a link in the episode description uh, and for our Instagram if you want to follow it. I make little videos of the same jokes you've already heard in the podcast, so <laughs> who knows? Maybe maybe you're into it. Anyways, thanks for listening. 13 episodes down, plus this one. Probably another 50 to go, and I'll see y'all next week. Na-na.